Hello again, and welcome back to another Expand Podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, we are talking all about emotions. Now, it's very clear to most of us that emotions are the things that rule our everyday lives, whether it be an emotional attachment, an emotional rejection, an emotional reaction, we are dominated by these emotional states from moment to moment. And then, of course, you have the emotions on either end of the extreme. We need to understand emotional extremes, and we also need to understand emotional neutrality. And from my understanding, there really is no better or worse. So today we are just going to kind of deep dive into everything emotions and hopefully by the end of it you feel a little bit more aligned, a little bit more educated, and a little bit more ready to be in control of your reality moving forward. Now before we begin, I just want to say that this podcast episode is sponsored by the Galactic Federation It's kind of a joke, but if you are looking for answers and you're looking to understand what different interdimensional beings are thinking and how they can help us here on this planet, then I highly recommend you check out my monthly Galactic Federation events. They allow all of us to get a clear picture and a deeper understanding of what these beings really want from us and for us. And by giving us this truth and this information, they allow us to raise our vibration and to essentially rise above the polarity on this planet. So you can check out my very last Galactic Federation live event on my website, and the recording for that is just $11, and you get to rewatch it as many times as possible. So check that out, and that really supports me and all the free information that I release and produce as well. So it's kind of a win-win. Everyone gets to expand and evolve and create and explore. So that being said, let's go into the emotional state. Now, naturally, everyone has their own emotional equilibrium. And I want you to just take a second in this moment to think about what that equilibrium is for you. On just a normal day of your life, what are the emotions, the thoughts, and the feelings that move through your mind and body? And now I want you to think about your most exciting day. If you could have the best day of your life, first of all, what would be incorporated in that day? But also, once again, what are the thoughts, feelings, emotions that you're going to be experiencing during that best day of your life? Really just sink into that. What is that for you? We need to understand. We need to know what these extreme levels are within ourselves. Now, likewise, I want you to think about the worst day of your life. Maybe it hasn't even happened yet. But think about the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions, the reactions that occur in you, physically and non-physically, in that state of mind. 
Now I want you to just wash away all of that energy. Just clear it all from your system, just right now, right in this moment. And I want you to ask yourself, am I in control of my emotional state? And now for an example, I want you to think about a person in your life that you love very dearly and you respect their opinion and you enjoy communicating with this person. And all of a sudden, one day, they start yelling at you and shouting at you and twisting all of your love and twisting it all around and projecting it back at you and saying, you don't love me, you don't care about me, you're selfish. Really everything that you are, they twist around so that in their mind, you are not. In that moment, in that experience, where are you at with your emotions? Are you getting sucked in? Are you yelling back? Are you walking away? Are you laughing? Are you hugging them? Where are you at in that moment? By being in control of your emotions, in an, an organic way, we allow ourselves to experience the wide range of what life has to offer us. And I believe that as a human being and a hybrid and many other things, that's important. The problem is that as we exist as humans, we limit our human experience. Because maybe in childhood we are told to suck it up, or to get over it, or to stop crying, or that showing emotions is a form of showing weakness. A lot of your ability to navigate your emotions really come from your parents and the tools that they had or maybe quite possibly the tools that they never had. Ultimately, you can't blame them for where you are and ultimately you can't blame yourself for where you are. It's about accepting exactly where you are and also realizing and understanding where it came from and being able to be aware of the past, the present, and how this is going to affect your future, where you all of a sudden become free and sovereign of some of those old limiting beliefs around emotions, and you're able to express yourself freely. Some people over-emote to seek subconscious attention from those around you at an extreme level, let's just say. Some people under-emote to garner this projection of strength and independence. And some people are kind of right in the middle, but they have their own limiting beliefs. Pretty much every human that I know, especially high vibrational spiritual ones, including myself, have some sort of block or limitation with emotions. And once again, as humans, in a lot of ways, emotions are our greatest strength but also, simultaneously, emotions can be our greatest weakness. So, there's no right or wrong with emotions. I would say to be an overly emotional person is to be very open and sensitive and empathic, 
without having proper filters or healthy boundaries around your ability to connect with other people's emotions and with the energies of the world as a whole. So if you're sitting there and you tend to have an overreaction of emotion, especially the emotional spectrum of crying, feeling hurt a lot, feeling left out a lot. I mean, it's just such a wide spectrum. But typically the more divine feminine emotions, like crying and releasing that way, right? I really honestly honor all of you out there, whether you're women or men, who have this spectrum of emotion, the crying aspect, because it is such a divine way to release pent-up emotion. And in, in another way, it is a good representation of a very pure and very divine soul. You don't have those blocks or those limitations that a lot of society have. And then there are whole cultures that really prohibit and shut down this natural release of emotion, even with women, which is very difficult. And so, you know, I really respect the individuals who are able to be like open vessels of energy. But also, these individuals, because of their openness and their consistent vulnerability, they tend to see the best in everyone, and essentially, they tend to get taken advantage of because they can see the best in everyone. And that can be an issue. Or maybe they're so emotional that they have a hard time making decisions or finding direction because they're so caught up in the moment of experiencing that thing, right? So that can be overstimulating. That can be too much. Almost so emotionally open that you can't really get anything done because you're just feeling the world around you. They can be paralyzing. If you are that type of individual, what I recommend is attempting to view things more objectively. Say, for example, I put an actual piece of luggage in front of you and I said, what does this bring up for you? What does this spark for you? How could you kind of comprehend this, right, piece of luggage? And you would say, oh, wow, well, you know, on my last trip to France, you know, my partner engaged to me and it was one of the best days of my life and I so want to do that again and the luggage represents this love and this unity and this expansion and expression. Or, wow, yeah, I went, I ended up going to Thailand and wasn't a great experience and my luggage got lost and I had no clothes and I had no money to buy any clothes and the, there was something important in that luggage and whatever, right? But if you're more of an emotionally open and vulnerable individual, your instant association to anything in your life is going to be based off emotion and experiencing that emotion, and we are so freaking powerful and so divine as beings that we can take ourselves into a moment from childhood and re-experience that whole moment in our own mind. And the crazy part is that our brain can, as a matter of fact, not differentiate the imagination that we have to the actual living experience of everyday life. And I think that that was a, a dream study that they did. 
So many people get very viscerally affected by their dreams. And the study showed that our brain can't tell the difference between waking life and dream life, right? Which is pretty remarkable. So pulling yourself back into a memory can be quite exhausting because you are embodying that entire experience in that moment because you're just an emotionally open vessel. So there are downfalls to that. So what I would recommend is observe things in your life and even people in your life in an objective way. So the luggage, for example, you know, well, it's, it's a luggage and <laughs> technically it holds things to go travel places, right? It's the, that's a little extreme of, of being objective and aware, but hopefully you get my point, right? So if you're observing a loved one, maybe it's a child of yours that you have, and they're really struggling and they're really going through something and, you know, maybe their first ever boyfriend just broke up with them or something. You're so in that emotion with them. You're crying along with them because you see your poor baby girl getting hurt, right? That you can't actually ob objectively help them. And this is where, once again, cutting cords, clearing energies separating healthy boundaries is really important for everyone even between you know husband and wife or parent and child right it's really important to have those healthy boundaries so then if we go all the way over to the extreme opposite end of the emotional spectrum which i tend to find affects more divine masculine energies doesn't matter what gender you are <laughs> Typically, you will have more of a divine masculine or more of a divine feminine energy. And the more and more you strip away the layers of projection and expectation from others, you actually get closer and closer to the core of who you are organically. Slightly more divine masculine, slightly more divine feminine. And I'm talking energetically. You could be the girliest girl who dresses like a Barbie doll, who is like a bro, right? So the way that you present yourself has nothing to do with the divine energy that you hold from within. And yes, of course, we all have both. But it's, you know, what's the scale for you, right? And, uh, and I think that there's, right now, there's more females who hold divine masculine energy than there are males who hold divine feminine energy. And I believe because there has been so much trauma and limitations with the male and who the man is supposed to be, that there's this liberation within women first, and then there's going to be this kind of switch around with men. It's already happening, right? I mean, it really got started with the women's movement the women's ability to buy property, the women's ability to vote, the women's ability to work. All of a sudden now the women are working, the men are working less, right? So this change is already starting to happen. It's not a bad or a good thing. I think it's a positive thing because we get to, to end up at this place where each and every one of us are balanced between the divine masculine and feminine energies, okay? But I'm, I'm definitely digressing. Emotional neutrality. It is basically this place where you are objectively aware of everything 
and you don't really move forward on experiencing everything emotionally. It's almost like when you have this emotional neutrality, you're removed slightly from every aspect of life until there's like a cue or a sign that ticks off in your mind that says, ding, 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 this is the time to blank, be emotional. This is the time to blank, be compassionate. This is the time to be loving. This is the time to be angry, right? And, and then it kicks in and then you move forward from there. So this also has many pros and cons. With that divine masculine energy, it's really about holding the space. And we need that in society. Just as much as we need the emotional vulnerability, we need the divine space holders for the vulnerability. And essentially, like I mentioned, moving into 5D in a higher vibration, we're all moving into this place where we can not only be emotionally vulnerable in one moment, but in the next we can be holding the space for others or even for our own selves. I mean, that's ultimately sovereignty. That's freedom, you know, in that way. So we're going to get there. <laughs> but until we do, some of the negative effects of the emotional neutrality are... It's very difficult to hold relationships, could be sister-brother, parent-child, even, you know, partners, right, romantic partners. It's very difficult to hold relationships that are meaningful in your life if you don't allow your walls to be broken down and allow yourself to be a little bit, just a little bit more emotionally vulnerable. Because... In a very structured, analytical, logical, mind-oriented, thinking way, okay, it's easier for relationships to be contractual than it is for relationships to be emotional and connected at deeper levels. And maybe some of these people who have the emotional neutrality, right, maybe it makes more sense for them to block out emotions. Maybe that's how they were raised, you know, in the old country or, you know, in childhood. Is that in order to be a man or in order to be strong, you need to do this instead of this. Maybe there was a lot of emotional people around you in childhood and you felt like you didn't want to be an extra burden. So you held back on your own emotions, right? Maybe you needed to be older than you were and you held back your emotions, Whatever the case, even going into past lifetimes, a lot of people also have these emotional blocks. And what happens if we don't allow ourselves to release the emotions through crying or yelling? I mean, you know, yelling in a positive, productive way, not just yelling out of anger. Or journaling or communicating or jogging or just allowing yourself to, to feel those emotions and release them. The problem with that is that they will be stored in your body and they will come out. Oh, trust me, one way or another. Today, tomorrow, 10 years from now, just wait and see. It's going to be a big surprise when all of those pent-up emotions come out. Maybe all of those pent-up emotions build and they create a tumor. Maybe it's creating, you know, high blood pressure right? It's going to have physical effects on your body. 
So what I would recommend for people, individuals who are dealing with the emotional neutrality, being really removed from emotions, really removed from relationships, most of the time in order to protect yourself. What I recommend for these people is I want you to play around with emotions, but in a safe environment. If you were to write a list on, about all of the things that make you feel emotional, whether it be happy emotions or sad emotions, most likely they're going to be people and relationships and very complex dynamics of life. I don't care about any of that. I want you to focus on emotions that are simple. What do you feel when you eat your food? What do you feel when you go out for a jog? What do you feel when you dress yourself in the morning? These are the emotions that we need to focus on from moment to moment. So in order to conclude this episode, I just want to say there is no better or worse. There are pros and cons to both the extremes in emotions and the extremes in emotional neutrality and being removed and a little bit blocked from emotions. There's pros and cons to both aspects, both sides, but it's always going to be about finding a balance. You should always be releasing your emotions and at the same time checking in with yourself and trying not to be too invested in the experience of the emotional realm around you. As always, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you like this episode, comment if you can, review me on iTunes, be sure to subscribe if you can subscribe or follow, and other than that, I will be back every Tuesday with another episode of enlightening content to expand your mind. Bye for now.